You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Savvy Social Podcast. Today's episode is all about how to manage social media without it taking over your life. I know we all need that. Uh, But before we dive in, I want to remind you to join our free Facebook group called the Savvy Social Crew. Inside, we talk about all things social media and business building, plus each Friday, I share a short live training all about social media. So this past week, I talked about how to use other people's content, specifically when it comes to user-generated content. So head on over to the group and join the conversation at SavvySocialCrew.com. Now, I don't know about you, but I find it very easy to fall into the trap of endlessly scrolling through social media. Does anyone else feel like this? I feel like sometimes it's all too easy to get caught up in what's going on on social media without actually using these tools to our advantage. So today, I'm going to talk about how to use social media without it completely taking over your life. And my first tip is to get organized. Make sure that you have a strategy when it comes to sharing your posts. Um, You need to know when to post, what to post, and on what day to post it. So decide on some branding elements and stick with those. Perhaps even write them down in a document so you know exactly what to post each time. And by organizing all of your content, you're really removing decision fatigue. Have you guys heard about this before? Decision fatigue. I found a really great definition of what decision fatigue is from Fast Company. So fastcompany.com. There will be a link in the show notes. So here's the definition from this particular article. Decision fatigue is the deterioration of our ability to make good decisions after a long session of decision making. In other words, the more decisions you need to make, the worse you're going to be at weighing all the options and making an educated, research-based choice. So that definition came from Fast Company. I will have the link to that article in the show notes now. Anyway, you can remove the amount of decision fatigue you make in a day, the better. So when it comes to social media, create a graphic template, really stick with it, and eliminate that decision fatigue as much as possible. Okay, so my second tip is to use automation. And there are several several ways you can use automation to save you tons of time on social media, but a word of warning... There's a good way to do it, and there's a not-so-good way to do it. And I want you to focus on saving time, so not spending your whole life on social media. Save time without eliminating the human side of social media. This is really the reason we all use social media is because we want to connect with other humans and not robots. So I'll give you two examples of when to use automation and when not to use automation. All right, here's when not to use automation. Having a robot randomly post thumbs up emojis on as many Instagram pictures as possible. This is terrible because it comes off as a robot, which makes you look like you don't care enough about your business, about the people you're commenting, you know, whose pictures you're commenting on. 
to you don't care enough to actually stop and leave a comment, like an actual comment. You had to have a robot leave a comment, some lame emoji on top of everything else. Really not cool. Here's an example of when to use automation. Having a message automatically share out to anyone who first messages you on your Facebook page. So for example, my husband and I are looking to get tattoos done and one of the shops we messaged on Facebook had this message that automatically answered our question, which was when they were next accepting bookings. And it didn't feel icky. And in fact, it felt really smart because they were prepared. They preemptively answered our question and it felt very professional. They were showing some professionalism with their business. There are a few other ways you can use automation. Not going to go too deep in it into this podcast, but some of my favorite automation tools are recur posts. So they'll automatically take your posts and repost them at intervals, however you set it up. And Tailwind, same thing. It's a scheduling tool for Pinterest. Absolutely love it. Uh, The links to both of those will be in the show notes. Yes, I am affiliates to both those products, but because I use them for all of my clients. On the topic of repurposing content, um, I want to talk about my third tip, which is repurposing content. Uh, One of the things that I see many of the business owners that I work with and some of my students miss out on is that they're not repurposing their content. So you need to find some ways to reuse content that you've already created. You could turn a blog post into 10 social media posts. You could turn a podcast into a video post. You could reuse a Facebook Live as an Instagram story. Get creative with it. One of the things that I share with my students is to create one core piece of content, just one core piece of content for that week or that month or however you want to do it, and base all of your social media content off of that core piece of content. So I'll give an example. Let's say you have a blog post that's about sharing five ways to keep your dog cool this summer, temperature cool. I mean, it could be like cool, cool, like sunglasses. I'm just imagining like this blog post with a dog chilling in a pool with some sunglasses. All right, that could work too. Okay, so you have this blog post and sure, you could share it out one time with a link to the post that says, hey guys, here are five ways to keep your dog cool this summer. That's just one way you can share that out on social media. But now you need to fill up your whole content calendar with more posts, and you can do that all basing it all off of that one blog post. So one post could be a question asking your audience how they would keep their pets cool in the summertime. Another post could share a fun fact about keeping dogs cool. I saw one the other day that was about... um, sidewalks and how hot they get for dogs paws and how to tell whether it's too hot or not. That was a fun fact. You could totally do something like that. Another post could feature one of the ways you listed in your blog. So you could say, you know, one way to keep your dog cool this summer is to do X, Y, Z. For four other ways, check out the blog post. That could work. Um, You could also host a Facebook Live video talking about how to keep your dog cool this summer. Maybe you can even have your dog in the video. That would be fun. You could create an infographic featuring all those five ways to keep your dogs cool. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And you're really taking that one blog post and creating dozens of content pieces from that one main piece of content. By repurposing your content, you're, number one, lowering that decision fatigue, which we already talked about. 
But number two, you're also opening the door to leading any conversations you have back to your main piece of content, which leads back to your product, service, or offering. So you're allowing yourself the opportunity to remind people why you're really here on social media. Okay, so my last tip, how to manage social media without it taking over your life, is to post content that has historically done well, and specifically social media posts. Was there a promotional post that sold a bunch of product, or did you ask a question that got a ton of responses? Post that again, that exact same social media post. I like to use this strategy when I go on vacation. So if I'm going to take some time off, but I still want to schedule out some content for that time off... I'll go look back through my posts and see what did well in the past six months to a year, and I will post that exact same image in the exact same caption, and I promise you no one notices, and I promise you that it works. But use this advice sparingly, okay? You don't want an account full of the same content repeated over and over and over again. That's lame, but it's a great way to save you time if you kind of be choosy about it, pick some things that work especially if you're going to take time off. You can even entitle those posts like from the archives or something like that, whatever works for you, right? Um, I'll even do this with posts that don't do well. So if there was something that I was really proud of and I was like, oh, this post is going to blow up and it didn't get the attention that I wanted it to, I'll just wait a few months and I'll post it again. So those are my tips for how to manage your social media without it taking over your life. And as always, my advice is to really focus in on the quality and the consistency of your content over the quantity of your content. So focus on the quality and consistency of your content over quantity. So if you can commit to one post a week and that's all, that's all you can commit to, do it. Don't worry about getting a ton of posts done and slapping something up there just because some guru told you to do it. Do what you can, right? But do it consistently, okay? Consistently is very important. And use the times or the the things that I've talked about today to really help you maximize that one thing that you can do today. Thanks for listening to the Savvy Social Podcast. For links to everything I talked about in this episode, head over to SavvySocialPodcast.com. And if you love the show, please subscribe and review it wherever you're listening to this podcast. I will see you next week. Bye for now.